guys, and welcome to Fit with Viv and Kate. And we are so excited about today's episode because we are going to talk all about how to stay on track with your fitness journey and all of the fitness nutrition tips that me and Katie have when you are on vacation. Because I know this is not even just a huge point of stress for my own clients and people in general who are trying to lose weight or they're just really trying to stay on top of their habits but also for me and Katie as well. And I am going to be totally honest and say, I think it's something that we both still struggle with. We haven't gotten it down to a T. So I think it's going to be really interesting to discuss what we've done thus far, what has helped us and how we feel less anxious when it comes time for vacation and staying on track. I've been really lucky to have a family that traveled a lot growing up. So traveling is just a part of who I am. And I knew when I started my journey, that wasn't going to stop, but it became a huge point of anxiety for me. So I'm excited to talk today kind of to help other people calm those anxieties a bit when you think about traveling and having vacations while you're, while you're on your fitness journey. I love that. And I love that you travel a lot because it really makes you have to put these habits um, and actions into practice. And I think you were telling me how you have a vacation. Was it a camping trip? So I have a trip to Washington State in like three weeks and I'm already thinking about planning and what we're going to do and how I'm going to survive. It's not a straight camping trip, but it's going to be just a lot of nature and hiking and hanging out. So yeah, I do. Ooh, where are you guys staying? We will be flying to Seattle um, and then we'll do like one day in the city and then the rest of the days we're just going to find random hiking trails and I think we just got an Airbnb. Okay, so does the air, if you got an Airbnb, I was going to ask you, did you get a hotel because Airbnbs, I'm assuming it has a kitchen. Yeah, so there's pros and cons, right? Like when I think of traveling, I like Airbnbs because they have kitchens, which is more conducive for cooking and like enjoying your own food, which I think is always better. It makes you feel better and more in control. But I like hotels because they usually have a gym. So you're kind of battling with like, which one do you want to play with? And in my mind, I lean towards having the kitchen because I know that when you don't have access to that, it's going to be like room service or takeout or, you know, nutrition bars all day long so we chose airbnb for this trip so i don't know how much cooking we'll be doing but but there's the ability my face right now when she was saying (laughs) that the the battle between gyms with hotels versus kitchens with airbnbs i was like oh my god you are so right i didn't realize that there is that uh that dichotomy and I definitely would agree if you are on your fitness journey and you're thinking about is it better to have a gym or is it better to have a kitchen? Girl, we all know that nutrition is everything, is everything. And it's so much easier to find at-home workouts. Granted, yes, they won't be as ideal as if you had a gym with weights, but having a kitchen... I definitely would recommend sticking with Katie's idea of the Airbnb full send. So when you do go on vacations and you know you have a trip coming up, what do you plan in terms of nutrition, fitness, workouts, and all that good stuff? And how far in advance do you plan? So I think it depends on the trip. So I think you have like day trips, which are usually a little more on the fly, a little bit less planned out, a little more go with the flow. That's perfectly fine. 
I have weekend trips where are you, they're usually with friends. And so I tend to be the planner in the group. And so I get to do that at my leisure. So I'll think about food. I'll think about what we're doing and I'll kind of cater to myself while also thinking about my friends, obviously. And then I've also had a couple like extended vacations with family that I think are a little bit harder to plan. So when I think about nutrition, especially on family vacations, I'm not the only one there, right? It's not all about you all the time. So while I'll try to help think about meals we can cook at home and I'll kind of take over that aspect if I can, there's also typically, I don't know, five other people or if all my cousins go, it's 12 people. You know, you kind of have to think about the situation. So I do my best with nutrition and what I can control and what I can't. I think with friends though, like food becomes a part of the trip. And so we'll look at restaurants beforehand. We'll think about cool things in the area we want to eat and and see and do. And so I try to take that as an opportunity to like, look at menus, look at like what's around, what I need to pack in terms of protein bars, snacks, you know, is there a long road trip involved? So I do tend to think about that. Um, I don't know, a couple weeks out just because it calms me down and, and lets me be excited for the trip. So that's what I do for nutrition. For workouts, again, it, ch- it changes. If it's a day trip, I'm not going to think about it. If it's a weekend, I'll usually front load my workouts to get them all in and then kind of stock up my rest days and use my rest days for my trip, um, or at least that's what I've done in the past. And for extended family vacations, if there are gyms around, I will do that. I'll get a day pass at like a random gym in the area. Um, I'm lucky to have a dad who likes to work out as well. So like, I'll try to get him in on it. We'll go early in the morning before everybody's awake. Um, and then if it's something where I absolutely have no access to a gym, I will just kind of use at home videos. I'll kind of do what I need to do. Um, so that's my planning process. What do you do for your trips? So I, I plan the day of, (laughs) I am not, I I do not, I do not share your love of planning. I, let me tell you right now. So, uh, let me So the only thing that I would plan would be obviously, where are we staying? Because I do want a place with a kitchen that for sure is a non-negotiable for me but to be fair my trips are always just me and my boyfriend and he is very go with the flow he's pretty much willing to follow whatever I want so for him it does not matter I have not gone on a group trip or a family trip in years so I cannot tell you that that would be the case if I was on a family trip I can tell you what old Viv used to do on family trips she would not what like I would always stay with relatives or wherever someone else chose because I was never the planner of where we stayed and what we did so I'd always go with the flow whatever we stayed at I just I didn't stress about it I didn't think about it I would just take what I was given and then say how do I make this work for me So if we did have a kitchen, great. I'm going to go get groceries and cook my food. If we don't have a kitchen, that's totally fine. Wherever we do go to eat, I'm going to figure out something healthier to eat at that restaurant. Or if we go out to eat and honestly, there's nothing that I find is super healthy, I will literally wait. I'll enjoy myself. I'll stay at the place and then I'll wait until 
we either are near a grocery store so I can pick something up or if we're at a restaurant and then there's an, a restaurant next door where I actually would like to pick something up, I will literally go to that restaurant. I will order it to go and then I'll bring it back to the place. Now, I know some places don't like that, so I would do it secretively. <laughs> do I recommend you doing that? It's totally up to your discretion, but I do want you to know how it works with restaurants that they don't love when you're bringing other people's food in. You know what I mean? Um, so sometimes I wouldn't even eat it there. I would just wait until we got back and eat it there. And this honestly was not stressful for me just because I was so set on, you know, eating healthy and doing what I wanted. So I will say for me, planning was pretty last minute. Um, and in terms of gyms, again, I really take whatever I'm given so if there's a gym nearby and I have a car or I can uber I sure as hell will take that I will make the time but it usually is a last minute planning like okay guys what are we doing tomorrow we are waking or we're meeting at 10 a.m okay that means that I have to go to the gym at 7 a.m okay that means I have to wake up at this time so I do plan but it's usually the day before or the day of if it's just me and my boyfriend and I know that we're pretty much setting the schedule however we want. I think that's all you can do like I was just in California with my family and it's it's like a running joke in my family that I'm the only one that's concerned about food like my parents could probably not eat for days and like wouldn't even know like but I'm here like hey mom dad like if we're starving are we eating dinner tonight so like in that instance where it's like the night before and I'm like hey what are we eating tomorrow and my parents are like we haven't even survived today yet. We're not thinking about tomorrow. So in those instances, you have to like chill out a little bit and be like, okay, I'm just going to eat what I can and like whatever's for dinner, I'll adjust to. So, you know, there's only so much you can do in terms of planning, especially when you're dealing with other people in situations outside your control. So like, don't panic. I would say like for me, it took a couple of trips while I was on my journey, like especially in the beginning when I was had really low macros, I was really focused on leaning out. It, it took me a while to remember, like, you're on a trip to relax and to enjoy your time in a different place with, with people you love. And so for me, I had to really chill out because, like, I was very hyper-focused on myself and my plan. And while I think that's good to an extent because it'll help you reach your goals, if it's bringing you out of the enjoyment of your vacation, I think it's detrimental. So you kind of have to walk that fine line, but yeah. Yeah, I think we have differing priorities in different areas of our life, right? So it really is just up to you to decide what is more important. Really being present and enjoying the vacation that you're on. Is it a once in a lifetime trip? Or is it a trip that you do every year with your friends that you're like, no, this year it's my weight loss journey. Like I'm on the verge of diabetes. I need to get my shit together, right? So it really is understanding where are you at in your journey? What are your priorities right now? It's okay to say, hey, I may not get the most enjoyment out of this vacation. That's fine. At least I'll get to see my friends and, you know, take a break from work. Understand that there is no right or wrong way to do it. You have to just decide this is what I want and this is why I want it. Yeah, so... I think um, if anyone's followed you for a while, they've seen your like hotel room workouts. Do you have any tips and tricks for people on a, on a vacation or even if they're just in a place where they don't have access to a gym? What, what are your like at-home workout tips? Absolutely. So when I was just starting out, okay, so I'm a, I'm a trainer, right? And so I, I know the science of exercises and how to effectively hit 
a muscle group and work it in in whatever way that you're trying to and so I can get very creative but obviously if you're new to working out if you're just starting out on your fitness journey your mind probably is not going to think in the same way that mine does now with that being said I remember when I went to Europe for two weeks and I had no access to a gym what I did was I downloaded free apps free at home workout apps literally type in on Google free at home (laughs) workout apps there are plenty that you can choose from so boredom if if that's a thing for you you can cycle cycle between the different apps and the different workouts and I remember there was one workout that I did every morning and it was called the seven minute workout and it's um, I believe it was like step ups on a chair and you always have a chair in a hotel room it's push-ups wall sits planks um tricep dips on a on a chair and again your hotel room should have a chair or some kind of bench um, or even just on the bed you can do them but that is my advice for at-home workouts because if you don't if you don't have equipment then use an app where it's just your body weight now in terms of equipment I always bring a backpack on my trips no matter what so what you can do if you have a backpack or a bag with you is you can fill it with as many heavy things in your hotel room or that you have that you can find now don't do not put something that is breakable (laughs) in this bag don't put your laptop in it even if even if it's heavy find something that is anything in your room that maybe is like a stable weight and, and put it in your backpack, put as many things as you can and you can use it and put it on your back. You can do squats. Um, you can do Romanian deadlifts. You can do bicep curls. You can do rows. Um, what else can you, you can do? Shoulder press. You can do lunges. There's so many things. So if you do want to use some type of weight, you want to use some t- a little bit more resistance in your body weight, having a backpack is a really great way to go. Um, if I, I, I also use gallon water jugs because we always have those and it's helpful to have them as full as possible because if they are not full and you're moving them they kind of swish around and they distribute the weight unevenly so those would be my best tips for um for at home or hotel workout rooms also youtube there are so many follow along at home workouts so if the app is not your style like if just if reading and exercise and then having to do it on your own is not really your forte go to youtube find a follow along workout it takes all the guesswork and all the energy out of it for you you just have to follow the person on the screen my dad calls it um what does he call it? A jail yard house workout. So when we, (laughs) he's like, I'm heading to the jail yard. I'm like, what does that mean? And he'll just like, um, like even during COVID, he would just be in the backyard because the gyms were closed and he would just do like squats, pushups, abs. And it, you know, it's the the most basic elements, but you're getting that activity in and you're working those muscle groups. So I think that's, those are great ideas, especially the backpack thing, like just shoving a bunch of crap in a backpack. That's so smart. I love that. So my next question, I think, a lot of people probably have. And again, earlier we said, you know, when you go on a trip, you really want to enjoy it. I know for me, I have this thing on vacation where every trip I take, I have to go to an ice cream shop. That's like my thing, my little treat yourself. So I think when people think of vacation, sometimes they go off the deep end and they say, you know, I'm going to veg out. I'm going to have all this fun. I'm going to drink a ton. So when you think about going on trips and vacations, how do you lean towards the good side of the treat yourself mindset? Ooh, well, before I answer this question, honestly, I want to ask you because (laughs) you go on more trips than me and you've, 
just I feel like you've executed everything so successfully so before I answer I do want to ask you first dang it dang it no I I actually just don't go in with that mindset for me because I go on them kind of more frequently well I wouldn't say frequently I just went on my first trip in a year like the other week but um I would say I just go into it like not expecting a a ton of treat yourself things right so like we plan we have good fun and we do all these like activities but I don't go into it like oh my god I can't wait to eat pizza every night I'm gonna binge drink every night I'm gonna just go crazy and maybe it's the people I'm around like my family obviously isn't like that and my friends don't tend to be like that so I think it's definitely situational but if I go into it saying I'm not I'm not gonna do that whole treat yourself thing, then it's okay. And I let myself have fun and I let myself do things I wouldn't normally do. So for example, the ice cream thing, like I'll, I'll treat myself to ice cream and whatever. Um, but that's kind of how I handle it. And I know that's not a great answer, but no, it's an amazing answer, Katie. I love, you know, I'm like, yes, simple (laughs) is better. I'm curious, your nor so your normal day to day lifestyle regimen when you're not on vacation, do you get enjoyment out of that, of your normal lifestyle? Like, do you like what you do on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I do. I do, but it's the same every day, right? So I think almost when I go on a vacation, it's almost instantly treat yourself because I'm not regimented and I'm not in routine. So it's a little bit exciting because I'm doing something different every day. So maybe to me, because I'm strict every day, that in itself is like treat yourself. So in terms of just the fact that you're in a different place, yeah, you know, I have to force myself to eat different food. I'm not doing literally the same thing at 8 a.m., the same thing at noon, the same bedtime every night. You know, it, it's different. And so I think that's why it feels like I don't need to go off the deep end is because in itself it's it's fairly, um, like, loose. Okay, I love that. So now I will answer your question for myself, <laughs> but I definitely love hearing what you have to say because I just love your mindset about it. And I think really first and foremost – It's about how do you describe fun and a vacation? Because a lot of people will describe fun and vacation as eating like crazy like shit, which is totally what I used to do. Vacation was an excuse to drink my face off and Mm -hmm. get plastered. And I would have so much fun and I would not get hangovers. So that is a recipe for disaster because not only am I getting the positive benefits of drinking, I am not getting the negative, the negative crap from it. So how that, you know, that's a very, uh, that's like a very rewarding experience. And so I'm like, in my mind, alcohol is so much fun. (laughs) And it's also like over drinking would inevitably lead to overeating. But also when I was younger, I had a very fast metabolism and I really liked to run a lot. So like I could easily run it off and not, and it was enjoyable. Like I enjoyed running. So not only could I run it off and have fun doing that, but like I really didn't see any negative effects other than maybe some like water retention because I had a fast metabolism. So very difficult for me to have a don't go crazy mindset because I could mitigate all of the, the circumstances that could have gone wrong. Right now, fast forward, because as humans, we, we operate on the pain pleasure principle, right? Like we go towards what gives us pleasure and we move away towards things that give us pain. So now fast forward to post twenties, post graduating college 
and going more into the real working world where I have more mental stress, I can tell you that vacations became a lot more differently. Alcohol, I definitely started to get the negative effects of it. I definitely started to see the effects of overeating and feel the lethargy when I would overeat and binge and just how guilty and shameful that I did feel. Um, It just wasn't the same experience. And why I frame this is because if you're listening to this and you're thinking how do I not go into the all-in mindset but you get no negative feedback from your all-in mindset I mean it's gonna be hard to change because you don't have any motivation to to make that change like usually people change when they're like oh this shit is not fun and it sucks and it hurts so now I'm gonna change right or ideally it would be like okay I just don't want to treat my body badly so I'm going to choose these healthy choices but I don't know many people to be totally honest with you that are young that are young and can think that way Um, but with that being said so the way that I'm able to get out of the go all in mindset is because I have experienced the ups and downs of the all in the treat yourself and then the guilt and the shame. And that was a miserable experience for me. I have, I've experienced that so deeply. Then I experienced going on vacation, staying in my routine, enjoying the new scenery. And again, telling myself I am going to put my enjoyment into the fact that I'm in a new location, that I'm going to see new things, that I'm just somewhere different, that it's a different routine, just like you said. It's not a routine, right? And I'm not going to say that my enjoyment's going to come from drinking or eating because what you tell yourself, your brain's going to expect. So if you are telling yourself, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for all the foods that I'm going to eat, you're going to be so excited for all the foods you're going to eat and you're going to want to try all of the things. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, the negative effects of of like for me it was overeating and over drinking it was just not worth it and so being able to experience that side but also the side of okay I'm going to go into this vacation with just a, a enjoy the scenery eat your normal foods you know if you are craving something sweet have something small like you normally would at home move your body just like you would at home and feeling how good and calm and centered that I felt from being consistent and not having the all in mindset was such a positive reward for me that I was like, how could I ever go back? So to answer your question, I was honestly, I felt like I was taught by the hard way, by the being able to experience both sides of the all in mindset and then the not all in mindset and see the benefits that really outweighed the short-term satisfaction that I would get from, you know, eating down every dessert and treat that I thought I wanted in that moment and drinking a ton. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, Ooh, you just ruined vacation for me. Like all I want to do is have a good time. I get that. And I totally understand that if it's a bachelorette party, it's two days. I get it. I understand what you're there to do, like whatever, but I think you need to take a step back. And we always talk about, you know, feel your feelings, think about your priorities, ask yourself why you're doing these things. So to Viv's point, if if it's now hurting your body and if it's now causing you guilt and shame the next day, if it's now making you feel like you're falling off track and losing sight of your goals, think about was that night worth it? If it's not, 
change it. Like, I think that's what we always want to tell you is like, just do some soul searching, think about your actions and, and the outcome from those actions. And if it's not serving you, just change it, change it. Doesn't matter if a vacation is technically supposed to be treat yourself, like do what's best for you. My God, I love that so much. You're right. It's, it's all about reflection because you know what? If I were going to Mexico next week, I would probably d- intentionally drink my <laughs> face off because it would be worth it because I love Mexico. <laughs> I love it. But that answer could change, you know, because I haven't been to Mexico in a while. And then after the fact, I could say, wow. Maybe it's not worth it anymore, right? But it really comes down to that personal reflection and asking yourself, what is your intention for this vacation? What is your intention for your health goals, right? What do you want to prioritize in that moment? Or do you want to find, you know, a happy balance? And what does that look like for you? And I really love that you're able, Katie, to bring it back into, we are just here to be guidance we are not here to tell you what is right what is wrong what you should or shouldn't do but really our lessons on our vacation journeys and what has helped us feel most centered and happy long term Um, I want to bring in and end this podcast with actual food tips like what is it that we eat at restaurants and what snacks can you buy maybe at the airport things like that to actually be able to keep you on track and make better decisions. So I'm going to go to you, Katie, first and ask you, one, what do you choose at restaurants? And then two, are there like go-do snacks that you buy at the airport or on road trips? Okay, I'll just say airport snacks. What a ripoff. What a freaking ripoff. I'll start with restaurants, though, and then we can go back to that. So I think when I'm at restaurants, I think really simply. So if I'm ordering something that I can modify, I'll modify. I won't get crazy because I was a server, and I don't like when people modify the heck out of their foods. But I'll, I'll go simple, right? So if I'm, I see something on the menu that's like chicken, rice, and a vegetable, cool. Usually restaurants will throw just a shit ton of sauce on it, usually a butter sauce, a cream sauce. So I'll typically say, hey, sauce on the side. That gives me like a clean protein, a carb, and a vegetable. Um, so I think with restaurants, you can, you can really easily find what you're looking for. If it's an Italian restaurant and everything on the menu is pasta covered in cheese, like, you know, it is what it is. Maybe don't eat the full portion, um, eat till you're satiated and then kind of move on. Um, airport snacks, I just can't handle it. I cannot handle paying $13 for like half a sandwich. That's terrible. So my advice with airports, and this isn't feasible every single time I've gone on a couple trips that are like eight hours long. You can't survive off bringing your own snacks for that. But I would say like in your carry on bag, throw in a protein bar, throw in like a bag of some like crackers or whatever you like to eat and munch on. That's great. Um, if you're on a longer trip, I would find um, restaurants at the airport. So things like even subway, which I know is not the best, but there is always a subway in the airport. You can absolutely enjoy a subway sandwich, fit it into your macros and survive your day. And I will say when I'm traveling, I get really hangry. I feel like crap a lot of the day. So my tips for that is to eat. Like I think when I'm traveling, I, I, I ignore time and I ignore meals and you get to a bad place where you just don't feel good and then hydrate as well. Bring a empty reusable bottle to the airport. They have water bottle filler stations, whatever those things are called. Um, so those are my travel tips. 
Yo, I love that. I drop $50 every time I step into the airport. <laughs> so I kid irritated. you not. No, I I totally agree with you, but I'm like, uh, whatever. I don't feel like, again, I, like I'm more of a last minute planner, but I do prioritize my fitness goals. So I'm like, mm, all right, well, I guess this shit's $50. I'm buying yeah. a sandwich and this protein snack and this beef jerky and this blah, 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 and this three bottles of water. So if you are more of a planner and you do want to spend your money more wisely, follow Kaylee's advice. <laughs> But if you're more like me, that's that's what I do. And I, I'm going to be so frank about that. But I definitely do like on longer vacations, stopping at a restaurant. There's always a healthy... I mean, I think even at McDonald's, they have a chicken salad where you just don't ask for the, um, the seasoning or the dressing on it. Dude, and you, it, honestly, just eat the chicken in the salad. Like, I know that might feel like a waste of money, but your body will thank you for it. You could literally just eat the chicken in the salad. And honestly, what I would do is I'd order two of those so that I could get extra chicken and then I take out everything else. I don't like <laughs> lettuce, so, like, that's why I wouldn't eat the lettuce. <laughs> I don't. I hate lettuce. It tastes like the freaking earth. It's bleh, gross. So I, uh, what I would do is literally just pick out the freaking chicken and be like, oh, got my protein in for today. And then for my carbs, I would go to the um, Hudson News. I feel like that's what they always have. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd get uh, two bananas. That's my carbs right there. And then veggies, well, they're going to have to forfeit for that day. But that's what I would do for like protein. And I, I say those two McDonald's and Hudson News because that's I – I've – I don't agree with you because I've never seen Subway at a restaurant. Really? Or not at the airport. Yeah, I've never seen that. So I'm like, girl, I don't know where you go. <laughs> I haven't seen a McDonald's, so that's funny. What? No way. No, not in an airport. Hmm. No way. <laughs> Dude, there's McDonald's. I, I don't believe you. Maybe your mind is like so. I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe that's how mine is with Subway. Dude, I feel like I crazy. always hunt down the subway and there's always like a Qdoba or like a Chipotle style type place. It will never actually be Chipotle, but there will be some kind of like, you know, one of those bars where you can build your bowl. Okay. I can semi agree with that. I think that is true. Okay. Well, I think we can both agree on the Hudson News, right? Yes. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Hudson News everywhere. Get your bananas. <laughs> they do actually have, yeah, the refrigerated sandwiches. I will go for those and I'll get the ones with, um, turkey and cheese and that's it and then I'll take out the cheese because I don't like cheese so I'll just have <laughs> I'll just have the turkey and the bread but yo those are my protein and carbs right there which like for um like building and maintaining my muscle and like not going over my macros like that's usually pretty damn good for me and then in terms of the fats like usually they will have a little bit of fat in yeah. there just to make it taste better so I don't really worry about the fats really when I'm at an airport usually there's going to be a little bit anyways um, but yeah, so I, and then for her, Katie's restaurant tips, I do the exact same thing. And I personally believe it is the best way that you can ensure that you eat healthy at a restaurant. Find the lean protein dish. Now it's probably going to have a bunch of other stuff with it, but find the protein lean dish and do your best to ask for all the condiments and sauces on the side. And usually like if that dish says oh you can have fries on the side or the salad order the salad don't order the fries unless you can really and I, I I say this for myself unless you can portion control but for me fries are addicting as shit <laughs> I cannot portion control what I actually do is I'll put half the fries on these plates and then I'll eat it's very smart the fries on his plate too and he's like uh these are for me I said nope I, I put them there so they're still technically mine. So 
If you can portion control fries, great. Okay, order the fries. Only eat a third or a half of them. But if you're like me, don't order the damn fries. Order the salad or um, actually I usually like to order just plain rice with it because you still get that that carb and that energy but not like all the shit with the fries. Dude, fries, they're just, they will get you. Fries are dangerous. Or if you're like me, you'll plan your whole day around the side of fries. Okay, okay. Well, or, <laughs> oh, you know what? To be fair, that's probably a better approach. Like, Case? I'm a sucker for French fries. I yeah, can't so, even so handle am I. it. Yeah. That's why I don't order them because I know that I just, it's like, and then you can grab five at once yeah. and you're like. <laughs> so next week we'll be talking all about French fries. <laughs> oh my God. Like the, where did they come from? The art? Sweet potato fries, curly <gasps> fries. Okay. You know what I used to do is I would order half yes. sweet potato, half regular. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. This is not good. It's 8.30 in the morning. We're filming and we're talking about French fries. Okay, but like I... Who doesn't like <laughs> French fries? Okay, I'm sorry. I just... I got to calm myself. But I will... I, I don't never order French fries. But again, if I'm eating out a lot, if totally. I'm on vacation, like I cannot order the fries every freaking night. I'll order it the first night and I'll order it the last night. There but I will go. not order it every night. Like that ain't going to go well for me. That's a really... No, that's a really good point because it's... Like, I'm thinking about my next vacation coming up. I know I'm going to eat, like, every meal out. And I know, like, that first day I'm going to be like, ooh, this is so nice. I'm going to, like, eat what I want. Day two, you're going to not feel great. Probably order something clean. Day three, eat something clean. Day four, celebrate that you're leaving. Have something better. Like, there is balance. And we're not telling you eat a salad every day. Like, neither of us would ever tell you to do that. So just find the balance. Exactly. Yeah. I usually find that the excitement going into the vacation, you're going to want to treat yourself. So the first day, give yourself some leniency, even if that is at the airport and you don't eat the snacks that you plan for, like give yourself some leniency. But for me, as a basic principle, first day and then last day are usually more of the celebration meals. Um, And then ideally like first meal of the first day and then last meal of the last day, uh, just to just knowing myself, like that's when I feel the most emotionally heightened so I like to cater to that but then I also will plan like okay first day first meal I'm gonna have a little bit more splurgy but then I'm gonna go work out I'm gonna go go on a walk get back into the health uh, health and swing of things so I'm not in this like go crazy mindset go all in but just like the balance and then the last day it's like okay breakfast lunch I'm going to work out. I'm going to have my healthy meals. And then my dinner, I'm going to really choose like, I like pizza. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have this. I'm going to have this pizza that I really wanted and this ice cream that I really wanted too. And then maybe the fries. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think we've given some pretty damn good vacation advice. What do you think, Katie? Yeah, I'm ready for my trip. I've been kind of thinking about it because it's coming up in a couple weeks and I know that seems far out for most people, but for me, I'm already like nervous. (laughs) So it's fun to talk through it. And I think everybody's probably vacationing in summertime. We're like all getting ready to go on our trip. So I think it was good to talk through. Yeah. Especially post COVID people are like, yes, I can travel now. And then with the vaccine and everything, people are feeling more safe. Um, So yeah, hopefully if you're going on a vacation soon, that these tips, I, I think we've had some really valuable stuff in here. So definitely write down the tips, find a way to actually have them on hand. So you don't have to like re-listen to the whole po- podcast over and over again, unless you want to, you know, <laughs> um, but whatever principles really resonated with you, write them down make sure you have them somewhere accessible so that you can remind yourself like, Oh yeah, Viv and Kate said that, you know, I could do this and that seems like a really good idea in this, in this current situation. Um, so anyways, with that being said, as always, me and Katie had a wonderful time just 
talking to each other, giving you guys advice and helping you on your fitness journeys. And with that being said, we hope you have an amazing rest of your week and we will see you in the next one. Bye guys. Bye.